I actually made some pretty good money the other day. I hit a like a four hundred dollar bonus, so that was pretty nice. It was a nice way to start the long weekend for sure. And like, I, I don't even know like how it happened. All of a sudden, I was like looking at the screen. I was like, oh, I just I just made four hundred dollars. Okay, that's actually a perfect. It's actually a perfect example. Actually, because and please, I asked the person that was next to me at the time, like, please, please stop me if this is being ableist in any way. Because I do not mean it. We walked past a guy sitting on a slot machine with the red cane. How do you play a slot machine if you're blind? I'm genuinely asking, like in no way being able to at all. I'm just genuinely asking, like, do you listen for the sounds like, oh, I just won? Or does someone tell you? Like, how, I, don't, I don't know how that how works. Do you, how would, well, yeah, that's the eight. Like, how do you know if you won? Because like blackjack, I can get, like, you can say like, oh, hit, and then they'll tell you what your total is. Exactly. But like the slot machine, you kind of have to like look at like, okay, if I won, if I'm still, if I still have credits and stuff like that, how much am I betting? But like, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just... I mean, go, go for him. I mean, I, I, I hope, he, I hope he wins billions, but go crazy. Like, yeah, win something. Get, treat, treat your blindness, but because uh... <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's not like eighty percent of blindness in America can be solved by like a, that was like, like the whole. Two, it's like a two thousand dollars. Is that Mr. Beast? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I think he said something like it was like eighty percent or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. Do you see he's getting jacked now? He posted something yeah, on know, Twitter the other day. What really? People were like, or like they were like, oh. Like bad body bull. It's like, what do you mean? Like he looks good, especially compared to like where he started. Like, yeah, he's going, he's going nuts. As a fellow person losing weight, like, yeah, yeah, you look really good. good. Thank you, thank you. I know it means I looked terrible before, so thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. But Bush, why are we here today? What 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 day is it? I know it's not Monday where we usually record. It's actually a Tuesday special episode because uh, it's it's Britain could suck my dick day, otherwise known as the Fourth of July, because damn, do we. As a lefty, <laughs> this is probably the best holiday of the, of the year for the sense of everyone can kind of unify because the left is known for so much infighting in the sense of like, oh, you're not as left as I am. Go, you're so you're so woke, you're so whatever like that. But everyone can kind of agree that the true goal, the American Empire coming to an end. I mean, I'm just saying, saying. we we all get we all get united on today's special day. So it's a very special day to celebrate. Absolutely, hence why we're recording a day late and. You didn't get back yeah, till late, so. Travel, but we are actually uh, in the studio together today, which is uh, a rare sight. It is that very. It's very rare sight. We're, we're in the same uh, hillbilly town together, uh, pretending that we're not. In the sense of, if we were to make these opinions outside, we'd probably get hunted down. I was driving back, you know, once I got the interstate coming on the back roads, and I, I passed a truck with like. Eight flags off the back. Trump, fuck Joe. Joe and the Joe and the hoe gotta go. Trump won. Like I was like, oh, it's good to be home. Oh yeah, I saw I saw the I saw the Joe and the hoe gotta go home. I'm like, I've seen that one so many times. Like, yeah, I mean, I I agree. I, I agree. Actually, go for it, man. Yeah, that's that's based. Like you got that straight from like the Marx like Midwestern Marxian like store. Like I, I agree, man. Let's go for it. Uh, Speaking of the Bidens. There we go. Yes. So we, Hunter Bray, Biden's got a fat guy. He does. He does. And, and that's why they're so jealous when they're trying to. And he did everything right and they indicted him. He pled guilty to, I think, was it tax evasion or something like that it's last week? Fraud. He'll spend no day in prison. I think it's like a million dollar fine or something like that. Then house arrest for six months, something like that. I have no idea what it is. But that's actually not the Hunter Biden news we have today on this very special 4th of July episode. Breaking, <laughs> Breaking news. I was trying to save it for my co-host as a little surprise because you're not on Twitter as much as I am. So I saw I it from there. Get, I only get notifications on. <laughs> yeah, ex- ex- yeah, that's pretty much how I get it too. But yeah, this, so as of this morning, um, the White House Secret Service has officially opened an investigation into finding a substance that has been confirmed as, a, as of a field test, preliminary test, to be cocaine. 
Now, where in the White House was this cocaine? It was in the West Wing Library, conveniently 20 feet away from Hunter Biden's office. Where the famous Hunter Biden laptop was. Yes. And as you can expect, as you can expect, Twitter has been going nuts over this whole thing because, yeah, he's done everything right and they're going to indict. I I don't know. Everything right and they indicted me. That's one of the best clips for the the soul sense. The audio is terrible in that clip. Like, like every single news station that was covering that Trump speech, except for like PBS, just sounded awful for no reason. Like that's like that is our mic setup. Oh, I'm saying. Well, first of all, I think this is breaking, so we got to get more details. Like, yes, you know, absolutely. Was this like kind of stashed somewhere? Can't, what can't was it, Hunter's sitting out? Mm-hmm. Like, but like Hunter, my boy. <laughs> Either Hunter is really dumb, or it's planted. And honestly, I could see it being a plant. I could see either way. I could see because this is reported as of the Guardian. Now, the Guardian, according like according to some, but I personally think of the Guardian as a fairly reputable news source. I mean, they did release Edward Snowden's whole like treasure trove of CIA documents. So, like, I trust whistleblowers. So, it's I mean, they have everything to lose and they still go for it. So, it's, I didn't actually know. It. I saw it on their website. Now, obviously, this could be just like a ad read or whatever like that. But they said like the Guardian's been around for almost two hundred years, like reporting. I don't doubt that. I mean, it's an old newspaper, but like. That's actually crazy. Almost like the age of, like, the United States. We turned 246 today? 246, yeah. I think it was 247, because we're three years from the 250 mark. and like the average age of an empire. Yeah, let's go. Which, I don't know, actually, how much that skews, because you have, like, the Ottomans that were, like, a thousand years, and you have, like, some of, like, the one or two-year kind of things. That, like, barely count as empires. Right, exactly. But, no, so... If this is true, like, uh, I mean, they did find it, so regardless of like that, but if it does find out to be a more than just a nothing burger, this would not be the first time that illegal drugs have been used and or planted at the White House in the sense of Willie Nelson smoked a J on the White House roof uh, with, I think, with Carter, or at least under Carter's administration. Awesome. Yeah, which is absolutely. Someone had tried to spike Nixon's tea with LSD in the 60s, which I think would have solved a lot of problems. Yeah, had some, a really good nation at that point. You know, Kissinger's still alive. I don't get it. He, he's a hundred years. Just let that guy die. Yeah. Or even Carter. How is Jimmy Carter still alive? He, he looks like a corpse just walking around. I mean, he's, he's been off Medicare for like, like two, three months now. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And he's not that much older than him. Is he? Is he ninety? Is he nineties? Okay. I mean. Yeah, I suppose. He's in, he thinks he's 82, 81, but no. And then um, Snoop Dogg claimed to have smoked weed in the bathroom in 2013, because obviously, why would you not? It's, it's Snoop Dogg, yeah. He probably lit up with Obama, let's be real. That'd be awesome. And there was someone else saying that they smoked weed in one of the rooms. Well, someone actually claimed they smoked weed in the Oval Office. Now, I don't know how that would happen, but like, I mean. Go crazy. Go crazy, crazy. absolutely. I mean, that room has to be like the one place like where no laws can be broken, because they're going to talk about like whatever I they want. There's no cameras, like, no microphones. Probably probably not even Trump, because they're just old and decrepit. But like Obama, you get elected president. You're you're fucking on the desk, right? Oh, I'm sure you're he did. I mean, he, Bill Clinton got a yeah. blowjob under the over under the Oval Office. Like, you have to. Right? I feel like it's like a necessity. It's, it's like, like the, you're in the Oval Office, and it's yours. You like, you have the ability to have the Oval Office. So you have to fuck it. I mean, it's like yeah, it's like the ultimate bucket list item. Yeah. Like you're sitting on like the resolute desk. Like okay, we're gonna do something. Yeah. Bill took advantage of it. First, Go, Bill. First, you try and do national drug. True. And then you get sucked. <laughs> you got to see if the if the if the desk opens up to the puzzle box. Yeah. You know they're making the third one. Comes out next yeah. year. I'm so ready. 
I never actually finished the show. I, I heard it was pretty good though. Towards like, I got like halfway in right before. Apparently, like Riley shows up like from the movies. But I never, I haven't seen it yet, so I, I do have to sit down and watch it. But today is the day we need to steal the Declaration of Independence because like that is like the ultimate day. That's the ultimate goal to celebrate Fourth of July. But yeah, we'll we'll continue to look at this as it develops. I I hope it'd be funny if like I I because the husband like, well why aren't we walking up Hunter? Lock him up. Go for it, please. Yeah, Actually, yeah. he has illegal drugs. Yeah. Go for it, absolutely. You know what? Arrest Joe Biden too. Go for it, man. Yeah. Arrest Joe too. Arrest them all. You're never gonna hear anyone complain if Brandon can't run again or if yeah. Trump can't run if again. Brandon and Trump are out. Actually, I, best case scenario, Joe Brandon gets arrested. That'd be true. Trump loses in a landslide to mm. whoever he's running against. Now, the only th- the only thing I disagree with that is if they arrest him. What does Harris do? Does she like automatically take over the position, or do they no, actually give it? I mean, that would be There's tragic. No, I don't think she gets. There's no chance she gets the nomination. She is like the worst when it like she's just a Hassan was a she's a charisma black hole. Like yeah, she, she is, is so the unlikable. Least charismatic person on this planet. The only with like Kevin McCarthy and Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Like I genuinely don't know who is disliked more between Hillary and like Harris. I've never met anyone that supports Kamala Harris. Even the most libbed up people are like, yeah. no, nah, I don't really like her. She objectively sucks too. I mean, she was a DA that prosecuted like thousands of black men into like, into yeah, like literal like grams of marijuana on she you. Meanwhile, did you ever smoke? Drugs. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Remember that clip where she was like, I was, I was laughing because like, oh yeah, I swallowed the weed or whatever it was. Like, dude, you just sent hundreds, of, or you sent thousands you sent of people thousands to jail. Of black men to jail for that exact crime. I can't. I always forget how old she is too. She's almost sixty. She does not. She does not look that old, right? No, she's. I think she's like fifty-seven. The first time I saw that, I was like, "What, really?" I thought she would be like the young, the young one out of the two. Because typically, like, remember we learned like in the sense of like presidents and vice presidents typically kind of go like opposite of each other. Like, yeah. if one of them is extreme, one will be moderate. If one of them is old, one will be young. In the sense, because you want to like get like both demographics during the yeah. ticket. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like what Abe Lincoln started. Like, they kind of set that precedent. Mm-hmm. You know, now that like, because even thinking about that, like, what is Trump and Pence? Like, I guess Trump was the extremist, Pence was the moderate, yeah, like, or extreme and moderate different things. Like, Trump was like definitely like more extreme. Uh, I probably would have put Pence's. Oh, that's close. That's a that's a. It was a strange pairing because like Trump didn't want Pence to be the VP. The RNC said, "Listen, man, we're gonna give you the nomination you if you hit Pence." Have to have a career politician to do. But because they didn't expect Trump to make it past the first six months, they thought he'd be out of the office right away, and then Pence could be their real guy. Because, I mean, which is a smart move. I mean, like electroshock therapy to gays. Mm-hmm. Trump's like, whatever. I don't really care about the gays. Yeah, you can, coming from the governor of Indiana, that sounds. Yeah. That's such a great guy. And then Trump's like, well, what if we just deregulate everything? And Pence is like, yes, but maybe just ninety nine point nine percent of it. Right. Yeah. I think. I think it was in twenty nineteen. It might have been even right before COVID. But one of the seasons, like during the Trump presidency, obviously he's from Indiana. He's a huge Colts fan. It's the only thing we have in common. He showed up to a Colts game. He got booed out of the stadium because even for Indiana, Indianapolis is one of the most lived up places on the yeah. planet. Like they go crazy because like they have a huge population of like of black people. Like they're like one of the most per capita in the like in the country. And, the, and like he's just insanely disliked there. I think he did some like regulation stuff when he was governor and that just wasn't very popular. But he literally like Frank Wright pulled like booed him out of like the whole thing. It was crazy. Oh. So like based Colts. That's what I gotta say. Based, based Colts fans. I don't think the Lions would ever do that. Oh. <laughs> But you got Megatron. You got Megatron. Yeah, Megatron. Megatron is like 
campaigning for like legalizing heroin marijuana. Which, hard. which is yeah, absolutely. I mean, it should because because I think the NCA is it NCAA are trying to like remove that stipulation from like athletes because yeah. I mean every state is legalized it now at this point. Megatron's like been working really hard with like the NFLPA to like get it like struck from like their rules and like to get it legalized federally. Well, now, be- whether or not that's because he's heavily invested in marijuana businesses. That remains to be seen. That remains to be seen. Yeah, absolutely. He's probably like thc.org. Yes, he could repost it. Like, he'll really repost like his marijuana shop that he like. Oh, okay. 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 Like, so, legalize this shit. God, I love capitalism. It just, <laughs> it has no bone base. But I mean, it's for the right, it's for the right it's cause. For the right it's, it's good capitalism. Exactly. It's like using it as at least like you can make a couple bucks on the side, but you're trying to move it for the right reason. And I will get that because. Like I said, most states have either decriminalized it, have made it medically illegal. I think there's only a few states where it's entirely banned. I, I just, but, like, there's no real reason to vote. They claimed that it was a performance-enhancing drug for the longest time, like, for sports. That's why they took it off, like, steroids. Dude, okay. you you give anyone a, a, a do before they run the 100-meter dash, I guarantee you they're not going to run faster. Absolutely not. They're probably, yeah, exactly. Like, I can understand, like... Any of the other, like any of the other shit, because it's like, yeah, it's an actual performance enhancing drug, but marijuana is not. I'm sorry, man. You're just trying to use it to relax or just calm down. It's a stress drug. That's what you need. You know who has really a lot of stress? Athletes. They have a lot to deal with. It's so silly. I don't get it. Nor, nor do I. Like, obviously, Minnesota just just became like like one of the states to fully legalize it effective August 1st, which is a growing movement because, I, like I guess, I think it's more states that have. He was it was like the twenty third to fully like legalize or something like that was the number, but yeah. So other than Hunter Biden having a fat cock today, we have a lot of news today because last week was a very sad week in American politics after we recorded our episode because the little hope that we had that the Alabama ruling and was it New York was the gun one was the other one that was actually like decent from the Supreme Court. They decided to hit back with the three most repressive rulings right before their session ended. Because I think their session ended, yeah. Yep, absolutely, from Clarence Thomas. So they released three key rulings last week. I don't have the exact case names on that. I know the one is Biden v. Nebraska, which is the important one we're going to talk about for a while. But the other two are definitely very important as well in the sense of, first came affirmative action. Affirmative action has been struck down federally because of the 6-3. I think it was, was it a 6-3 vote or was it a 5-4? I think all three of them might have been 6-3. But I think it's usually pretty much goes exactly on those lines every time. Usually Roberts will either abstain or he'll like hop over to the lips and say, I tried to be like the moderate guy, but like, no, he's just falling back into his old, old habits of being like the national security Darth Vader. <laughs> he was so bad during the whole Patriot Act thing, man. It was because Bush literally looked like the guy, like found the guy that was like, listen, I'm going to do what I want to do. Or Cheney found the guy. I'm, I'm going to do what I want to do. And you're going to help me. It's like, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you know that the Brooks Brothers riot right, right before, like during the 2000 election? Like, do you know about this? Like, the Brooks, so the Brooks Brothers riot during the 2000 election, how it was so close, and they had to like do the hand recount of Florida, where yeah. Al Gore was looking like he was going Al to Gore win. Exactly. You want to talk about an actual stolen election, Trump? That's the stolen election. Al Gore would have done it. But at the same time, it's so the Brooks Brothers riot was during the Electoral Count Act. These people, all wearing very nice clothes, that's why it was the Brooks Brothers riot. What it's called basically were let in. They didn't break in or anything like that. They were let in to the counting booths, like to the counting booths of the electoral, and they got in there and they were basically causing all this havoc for the for the poll workers or like that. So the Supreme Court had to step in and say, all right, you're done counting. Bush wins because that's what happened with that. But a fun fact about the Brooks Brothers riot, there were two people that were uh, spotted on camera in attendance of those riots. 
Brett Kavanaugh and Amy COVID Barrett. (laughs) They were both there, and they are now sitting on the Supreme Court handing out these tyrannical fascist rulings. Affirmative affirmative action is one, but... Because it's it's one of those stupid ones. It's like the the Florida law that, like, lets them kill sex predators. Like, it's one of those laws, like, yeah, you can't, like consider race when admitting suits college anymore. That's something that's like, oh yeah, hell yeah, brother, that's great. Like, how can you possibly oppose that? Mm-hmm. You don't understand fundamentally, like, I, I think me and you agree pretty much on this. Affirmative action kind of suck. Yeah, it was not implemented in a right way, yeah, for sure. It was a band-aid on a large gaping sword wound. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah, you put it, like, you got decapitated and someone slapped a little band-aid on the side. Like, it was I, I'll, like, basically yeah. what it said is that the population of your school needs to roughly represent, like, diversity-wise, the population of the United States. In the sense of, of your applicants. yeah, what are we always called? We're a melting pot, right? Like, we're, yeah. like, this melting pot of immigrants and stuff. It's, like, it's based, which is, like, a pretty simple way to ensure that, you know, you're not discriminating based on race. Yeah. It's it's not perfect. It's not even good. No, I, I would say that, as a, as a system, it was fundamentally flawed from the yeah. beginning. From the be- it, was, it was not a good system, but it... It was moving in the right direction. It was a stepping stone to something good. And now it's gone. And now it's gone. Federally. Now it's up to the states. Quote, unquote. And because of that, I will actually say, Arizona and I think it was Colorado, they both jumped on it right away and said, listen, you can you can rule that way you want. Came back to the states. We already have this room in place. We're going to stick with it. So Arizona and Colorado are already sticking with affirmative action, well, which based, absolutely. See, uh, California of all states actually struck down affirmative action a long time ago. Yes, I actually I actually heard that the other day yeah, too. I was, was a little like shocked. Prop nineteen or whatever it was. I don't remember what the exact number was, but like you it was already illegal to do that in California. And if you like look across the board it's like people were saying like, oh is it like it's done exactly what you would think it would do, like from our hmm. perspective. Like it's decreased a black, Hispanic and Asian enrollment and increased white enrollment in major universities. Mm-hmm. Which is What's going to happen? Yeah, absolutely. Especially like the, yeah, the East Asia, East Asian population will be decimated by this decision because they're like yeah, they're just. I don't care if they have the higher test scores in the sense of the standardized testing in China and other other countries like that. You're still going to see all these white kids getting in before any of them. Yeah, that's the stupidest argument. They're like, oh, these because the, the whole narrative is oh, these black kids are being let in just because they're black and they don't actually deserve it, and they're taking spot from good students, which first of all, that you're just a racist, okay? Yeah, the good students, aka okay, no the way, white ones. Yeah, the black guy could not possibly be a good student, but um, it's, it's simply just, that's, it's just sure not true, because if you look at the test score distribution, on average, the Asian American students have the highest, and that's the black students, and then like 400 points lower, like out of, I think it's out of 1600 SAT, right? Yeah, yeah. And like amongst Harvard applicants, I think the Asians represent like, usually like 15, 50, 16, pretty much perfect. The black applicants are pretty close to that. And then the average white... Probably like 11 or 1,200. Yeah, it's... It's still a good score, but it's nowhere near... No, yeah, it's 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 ridiculous in the sense of we pretend that we live under this meritocracy, which meritocracy is a myth. It does not exist. It, it always has been in the sense of, oh, you can, anyone can... The American dream, you can pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Well... No, you can't. There, I will not be able to pull myself out of the bootstraps to get myself to Jeffrey Bezos level. It's not physically possible to do. If I worked ninety hours a week, which is already ridiculous, a double the like over double the amount of like the normal working hours. If I worked at a fifteen dollar an hour job for ninety hours a week, I okay, I'd get to hundred thousand a year. Just, not even just, that. Uh, painted that picture for some of my friends the other day. We're talking about 
it wasn't really like, you know, are you just like planting the seeds, you know? And I was like, I was talking about like how much money they have. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm like. I'm like, yeah, well, let me paint you a picture. It's year zero. You make $10,000 a day, every single day, never spending a dime until you're 2023. You have, I think it's $7.9 billion. Congratulations, you're the 270th richest person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you can do that for another a couple thousand times the entire span of that time, and you will barely ever get to half of Jeff Be- Bezos' wealth. Less than 10% of yeah. what Elon Musk has. Because like, I think the, the average, like, because I, I remember reading that thing back in the day, or like, you know, like how it was like the rumor was like, if Bill Gates dropped $100 on the ground, it literally wouldn't be worth his time to pick it up, which is true, because he makes, I think it's like $123 a second or something like that. You're not making $123 a second, no matter how hard you work. I'm sorry. I saw something that was, it was actually, it was really good. I was watching, um, do you ever watch like Boy Boy, the, the Aussie voice that Hassan has on sometimes? Sometimes I will, yeah. I was watching one of his about like millionaire mansions, so I was bored, and uh, he was like, he was like, it's crazy to think about that, like, like as a billionaire, like hiring a maid and like servants and stuff is literally pennies to them. Like, yeah. Us, it's like, all right, yeah, like I gotta pay this guy $20 an hour, but I'm making a hundred dollars a second. Exactly. Like you that's literally like insane. you're giving them basically like the tip jar. Then I like, all right, yeah, take like it, man. Giving the kid across the street a fucking penny to mow my lawn. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like they should be making like hundreds of dollars an hour to do your maid service. Like just clean it yourself. But back to the affirmative action thing. Like I said, I think we're, like you said, I think we're both in, like of two minds in the sense we do agree with it. It's definitely a flawed system. It was definitely implemented wrong. Like obviously the Malcolm X quote comes to mind where it says like, Oh, it's like if like do you think that's a good step to take or like that? He said, "No, no, I don't believe it's a good. I don't think we're making progress because if you stab me with a nine-inch knife, you pull the blade out six inches, that's not progress. If you pull it out all the way, that's not progress. If you like, it only progress if you start to heal the wound. They won't even acknowledge that the blade is in there in the first place, which yeah. is a hundred percent true. We yeah. we spent more of our like history as a country enslaving people than we have had it free in the sense of that. It's and from sixteen nineteen to eighteen like eighteen sixty five or eighteen sixty three. And the idea of reparations is just so incomprehensible to such a huge swath of the American population. And I guess we we don't talk about reparations. My I have mixed feelings about reparations. I am pretty much in no way in favor of like money going directly into the pockets of black people. I mean not honestly no way in favor of. It's not my ideal solution. Just not because I don't think it would work. I think it would, but I think it would just like breed animosity. Mm. I, I I'm pro just like just like fund the communities properly, like redistribute the wealth properly and properly fund these communities that are just being ravaged and gentrified and destroyed. Yeah, with with redlining, over policing, yeah. everything like that. Because the way I look at it, rather than a, a race position, especially with education, I look at it as a class position in the se- in the sense of. I think it was even MLK said like there are twice as many white white poor than there are black poor in the sense of poor is still poor like you're facing you're still facing the discrimination and crushing poverty that is under the capitalist like system that's the biggest like problem i have when i try and like discuss this shit with libs they don't understand class yeah they're like oh i just i just have to work harder it's like they start talking about that and then i relate it to you know like the working class in general the the bottom class in general and she's like well no you're just like trying to say white people i'm like no no i'm not like we're this like i listen a poor black man has it worse 10 days out of 10 than a poor white man. Absolutely. But you also both have it worse than the middle class. Yep. So uh, the upper class, the higher class, like the owner class. We need to look like look past the race. Come, come together. together. Yeah. And 
understand this as a class struggle where we can all come up together. Exactly. Overthrow the bourgeois. bourgeois. I just I just finished the manifesto on my bus ride home, and it literally ends with, the only thing we have to lose is our is our chains. Workers of the world unite. Like, yeah, it's a worker struggle against the owner class. It's not white versus black. It's not like, it's not a race thing. It's literally, it's a class disposition because at the end of the day, no matter your nationality, no matter your race, nothing. Nothing connects you to your fellow man more than class. Yeah, and that's like the... the the necessity of capitalism in right-wing politics is an enemy in class division. Absolutely. So they dividing yeah. us based on race or on sexuality or gender. And like these stupid little ideologies, they're dividing us, dividing the working class so that we squabble amongst each other other than uniting to actually look at the real enemy. You just described the culture war. Congratulations, sir. We, we, we waged the culture war to fight to keep us from – like they waged the culture war on us to keep us from fighting class war. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, yeah, there's a lot more of us than there are of Jeffrey Jeffrey Jebediah Bezos. If I, the day that I watch Jeffrey Bezos' head roll off the guillotine block (laughs) is the day that I die. In Minecraft. Happily, in Minecraft. Of Of course, of course, absolutely. I I would lay down in my bed and I would not wake up. Well, it's the same. It's the same way as like the Titanic thing last week. Like, oh yeah, it's five billionaires. Okay, I mean, move, move on. You, uh-huh. you cho- that, actually, that's really funny. Yeah, you chose to do that. You chose to deregulate. You chose to die. At the same time, yeah, I, I mourn for the loss of life, but at the same time, it's yeah. at the end of the day, I, there's a lot. There's a lot more people that are struggling than as, those guys. As much as I would love to see some billionaires lose their heads in Minecraft. The loss of life is always a bad thing. Death, yeah, I'm anti-death. Yeah, like, I'm anti-death penalty. <laughs> death is never a good thing. I saw this thing. It was like it was an abortion thing. It was, are you pro life or pro death? Like that's not what anyone is advocating for, my guy. If anyone is pro death, it's you who says even if the health of the mother, like the mother is going to die if she holds this baby, you have to do it. The Bible says so. Yeah, I, I listen, and that's the thing that's so stupid to me is like we'll get into the abortion a little bit. We'll touch on this a little bit because we'll yeah. go on a real tangent on this. Yes, absolutely. I think that's always to me is like. Christians just have no understanding of separation of church and state. Nope. They just, they're like, no, no, the church is the state. Like, and then, and well, they, they mention they mention the Bible so many times, just, as Marjorie don't. says. No, they don't. They say God. They I mean, God. okay, Which move on. Like, a, like literally, the First Amendment is freedom of religion. Mm-hmm. Like, you can argue about what they meant, but I think it's pretty clear that the founding fathers' position was when they. It's also the inclusion of separation of church and state is there for a reason. Mm-hmm, absolutely in the sense of too it's well, like can, i got a roommate i got an argument with my old roommate and uh about this kind of stuff and i was like well you know at the end of the day you could believe abortion is wrong you could believe being gay is wrong i'm gonna disagree with you just don't get an abortion yeah it's not it's, no one's forcing you to do it man forcing christian people to get abortions or no nope. gay just be normal just again that's yeah, honestly just, the motto just like, be normal just, don't like nobody's making you do it yeah you can believe in your heart of hearts it's absolutely child murder no one's saying you should murder a child you want like your whole thing is like don't judge anything else what other people do that's what god's job is for right so at the same time yeah you have to leave it alone sense of well they're they're gonna get sent to hell for that okay that's their problem that's their problem you're going to heaven obviously so go you don't get to legislate based on your religious beliefs like i'll 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 leave it with this point because yeah we'll we'll move on to the other stuff we got a lot more to cover too but it's, it's also like yeah, they mentioned God. They mentioned what like that. They don't mention the Bible. They mentioned God. Okay, uh, Islam uh, and Christianity believe in the same God. So should we? So should we establish a Islamic theocracy? I guarantee you'll see people's heads roll when you say that because no, that's a brown God. Yeah, <laughs> no, you I, can't do that. That's my favorite thing to do. And then I'll start talking about like you know like Islamic law and but no, it's literally just like no. Well, no, my religion's right. Well, why is your religion right? Well, because the Bible. Well, why is the Bible right? It's like it's just circular logic. Like it's entirely based on faith. Yep. What religion is? Absolutely. Which again, 
you know, I've had this thought like a lot recently. Is there's so many things about religion that you know I don't disagree with. I, I disagree with. I don't believe in. Most of them don't matter. If you you believe in creationism versus evolution, who cares? You believe in not working on Sunday, who? That's great. Like you do. Free religion is a good thing. Yeah, religion can be a good thing. It provides a lot of hope to a lot of people. You do not get to legislate on your religion. It's nope. a personal choice. It's a personal freedom. You don't want to do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's simple as that. Exactly. It's as simple. It's as simple as that. And you know, that actually, is a pretty good segue. That's a pretty good segue into the next horrendous Supreme Court decision happened last week. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if I introduce the first one, I mean, you can probably take it from here for at least a little bit. Bring us, bring us to enlightenment. So, basically, this lady is where was she? Arizona or Colorado? Arizona, I think. I think it was Arizona. She's a well, website designer? I know the co- it was Colorado. It was Colorado because Colorado was the, it was the law. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think Colorado, so. Colorado, this is a while ago. Mm-hmm. Colorado man, he makes cakes. And uh, this gay couple is getting married. And they order a wedding cake. This is like 2013, 2014. Yeah, this was a while ago. And uh, he was trying to, he, he's a bigot. He's a homophobe. And he tried to say like, well, this goes against my religious beliefs. So I don't want to make them a cake. And the Supreme Court's like, no, make up a cake. Did they actually rule that? I can't. Remember, I couldn't remember they how said, they did they it. Said but... No, make him a cake. Mm, okay. Now, allegedly, <laughs> recently in Arizona, a lady's out here designing websites, and allegedly, a gay couple approached her to create like a wedding website or whatever, some sort of gay rights activist website. I'm going to interject because that's actually even incorrect in that assumption, in the sense of no one approached her. Well, yeah, that's she, what I was saying. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go go for it from so, there. Allegedly, uh, you know, they did all this, and she didn't want to make it. The kicker is, none of that happened. Nope. She just made it the fuck up. Yep. And she... it made it to the Supreme Court. <laughs> they knew she made it up. And they and, it and, and they still said, absolutely, your freedom of religion is number one. Which, in the the ruling is so incredibly vague. Like, you can basically say anything's against your religion. It's like, ah, black people are against my religion. Sorry, bro. You, you're now, businesses are not allowed to discriminate on anybody. There's been some funny memes. Oh yeah, it's yeah. been it's been crazy on it's like left like, like on bread yeah, like basically bread too. Businesses and stuff, or like liberal businesses, like Trump supporters can't come in. It's against my beliefs. Like it's great. It's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, go for it, man. The ruling, it's fun. Well, in the, in the sense of too, it's like it just brings us even closer and closer because like obviously fascism is just like the hyper right wing of capitalism. It's like the basically the decline of capitalism as it falls. And we saw the same thing that happened in 1930s Germany in the sense of. There was obviously there was no Supreme Court ruling, but at the same time, Hitler basically said, "All right, so businesses can refuse or service to anyone." A.K.A. They had to put the star on their businesses so they could refuse Jewish businesses. I'm like, yeah, like, I think liberals like all oh, Republicans are Nazis. Trump's a Nazi. It's cringe. I agree, but the parallels. I would not say that any of them are true Nazis in no. the sense of just by believing the Republican I'm just Party. Saying, like the fall into fascism, like they the are yes of like Nazi like early Nazi Germany to like especially the way we've been treating like homosexuals in the last few years is scary. Ba- well, that's what I told I told some other people too. It um, when you told me about the new Florida rule yeah. or the new Florida law, I that is the most fascist piece of legislation I have ever heard pass in the, like a state house or anything like that. Florida, as was it last week that you that it passed or something like that. I know you uh, sent it the other day. It's illegal to discuss periods in school if you're under the eight, like under the sixth grade, which is absolutely fascist propaganda or, or propaganda of like agitprobit in sense of too. Because guess what, puberty is not a set date. You do not have Some puberty at have that exactly. They, people puberty can happen at like six years old. My girlfriend who's I I she's I pull her to the light side and it's a good amount, but she's still relatively conservative, especially socially. 
and she was pissed about this. I mean, outrage. That's this, ridiculous. This is what she understands is like sex education, especially for like these young girls. Like this is something you know. Like obviously, it's important for boys too to understand this thing and know your body. But she was like, you know, she was very like. I'm trying to think, like, animated about how, especially, like, young girls, how important it is to understand your bodily, it's your bodily functions. It's like, how you understand this shit, you understand to have your period. Like, a- absolutely, in the sense of normal bodily functions, like, understand it should be an open thing that you can talk about. Like, I, I, I draw parallels to, like, the movie Carrie. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but basically, basically the whole premise of Carrie before she goes, like, telekinetic, like, murder and everyone is the fact that she has her first period and the sense of, her mom is this super religious re- religious zealot. Basically, thinks like her having that is like a sin, even though obviously her mom went through the whole thing too. But like that's like why she gets like shunned or like that. I think back to that. Like, imagine you're under sixth grade in Florida. You're in a fourth grade girl, and you have your first period. Like, you're just bleeding. Your your parents aren't going to help you in that sense. You're at school. Like, you're thinking, what, what what's going on with me? They can't tell you. They're going to go to jail for that, that. That's absolutely absurd. That's literally just taking away some. That's that's even worse than the abortion thing in in my my sense because you're so young. And it's the fact of too. It's that is literally an unavoidable bodily function yeah. in the sense of that. Like, Pregnancy is whatever you can avoid it, quote unquote. I but think, I mean, we, we'll, we, don't, we haven't really specified where we like competent and thorough sex education in public schooling is very important. It's been proven to really yeah. to reduce all now, forms of STDs. Should, yeah, Zach, we, yeah, like that sexual education should probably should come to high school. When you think about that, it's like, I, like nobody's saying yeah, teach the six year old sex. Nobody is saying that. Nope, absolutely not. But this isn't that this is literally health class like this is a normal bodily function that you are going to experience almost every single month for the next 40 years of your life mm-hmm. and you don't know what to do because you haven't been taught what to like, do that's something you should learn very early and that's and it's like we were first stigmatization yeah. of periods too like and like i i definitely had it i'm sure you had it like a lot of young boys have it because we don't understand it we don't know what's going on we know yeah. nothing about it. it's like you period gross we were separated from like girls and boys for the for the first like sex talk or the first puberty talk at fifth grade that was below six i think it's weird too you think it's too young i just don't think we should separate them oh that's fair too i think yeah it's comprehensive make it both i agree with that Wait, Emily makes fun of me for because i knew nothing about right the female anatomy or the female body or like the female functions and i'm like well, why didn't we learn this? Like, yeah, I get it's not directly important to me because it's not my body, but at the same time, like, if I can help, we're gonna be yeah, partners and sisters and mothers and shit. Exactly. If you can like know a little bit more, the more knowledge you have, the better in general. Like, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. Unless you're unless you're conservative, education bad. That's where you, that's where you get them Marx, Marxist, maybe the Marxist gender Nazis. Um, but you know, education. Which brings us to probably the single most mad that I have been in recent memory. And like the, as far as I can remember back, I was not as mad as I was Friday morning before I got on that bus to go home. They ruled, and the Supreme Court ruled in a 6-3 decision, obviously on party lines, that uh, President Biden's student loan forgiveness program was unconstitutional. And they shut it down and said, no, payments will re- be due back in October, including interest. Do you know why that ruling came to be? Because two of the biggest debt collection agencies that handle student debt specifically, I'm blanking on their names right now, but the two biggest uh, agencies came forward and said, well, I mean, if we, if we gave you a couple billion dollars on the side, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if we gave you a vacation every once in a while, you can maybe, like, we scratch, we scratch your back, we scratch our back. Because, you know, like, corporate lobbying, that's completely legal. Bribery is illegal, but corporate lobbying, oh, yeah, baby. That's literally all you have to do is just a tax form. It's lobbying. Don't worry about it. It's, it's freedom of speech. Because guess what? Back then, Supreme Court ruled that lobbying was legal because they were already getting bribed. Yeah, they got lobbied to 
say that Lot knows it. It's, it's uh, I can't believe the institutional corruption. It's just absolutely mind-boggling to me. Like, this makes me so mad. I I, I talked to this, this is what I was going to say earlier. I talked to Kyle about this. One of my roommates, Kyle. Friend the of the most, show. The most apolitical guy. Doesn't care. Doesn't want to care. Knows nothing. Just gets frustrated by the whole premise of it. Raised relatively conservative, I would say. I mean, he's from northern Minnesota. So right. He's yep. definitely on the conservative end. But we were talking about this, and I, I made something, I said something about it, and he, you know, he knows, like, kind of what I understand. He, he was curious, like, he asked about it, like, so what's going on? So <laughs> what's I, going on? So I explained it to him. <laughs> the Tucker. What's going on? And Kyle, this is the man who will not vote. Like, he just, he, Oh, he's one of those. Because he just doesn't know enough, hates both of them enough. Fair. He will not vote. This is the same guy who had like a mini like Marxist realization in my living room. That was awesome. Pog, yeah. I get Kyle to be able to feel. It's so easy to get people to be like, "Huh, I'm getting and screwed." And he's like, oh, "Can I explain the situation to him?" And I was like, "Well, allegedly Joe Brandon's going to try and do this other thing." And he's like, "Honestly, like if Joe Biden could actually like get something like a decent another decent plan to cancel it, I would vote for him. I would go out and vote, and I'd vote for him." <laughs> it's literally like the most popular thing ever. Yes, giving people money, taking loans off of their backs. I don't backs. understand the opposition to it as like a fucking normie. Like if you're a debt collector, I, I know why you post a piece of shit. Or the Republicans because they didn't think of the idea first. Yeah, the Republicans are like, if you're just a fucking normie, a normie Republican, why are you mad? It's literally free. <laughs> you know, it's There's too- no tax increase. No, it's, no money. you're losing no money. You're not getting, not, the only people that are losing money are the debt collectors in the sense of, oh, they're not, they're not going to get their $14 billion a day. They're going to get 13.9. Oh, too bad. It's like, it's literally already paid for. It's a federal loan. Your taxes have already paid for this loan to exist in the first place. It's just slightly, I, I mean, a fraction of our fucking revenue. A fraction of a, a fraction of a fraction. fraction. It's literally like less than 1% of our military defense budget. But we can't touch that. That's not. It's the revenue that like we're losing for this, and it's like, what, what, why are you mad? Like, do you have kids? Do you have friends? It's like, well, I had to pay off my son once. Yeah, when college was five bucks. This is an awful take too. It's like, well, I had to pay off my son once. Like, well, yeah, your grandpa had a fucking shit in a hole. His grandpa had to be a slave. He <laughs> had to be a slave too. Like, exactly. You it's can't. Not, it's not fair that my grandkid doesn't have to be a slave when I did. Well, I'm pretty sure that's even like a logical fallacy, like the appeal to history or appeal yeah. to like tradition or whatever like that. I'm pretty sure that's literally it's a logical fallacy. Yeah, it's like appeal to authority or whatever like that. But it's no, I, I hate that argument too. It's like, well, I had to pay off. My, I wanted to pay for it twice. First of all, no, you're not. You say that right. The, the loan was already paid for. It's already done. The taxes are already gone. I'm sorry. If you want to get mad at something, be mad at worth throwing eight hundred, like basically seventy percent of your check every single time you write to the government goes straight to Raytheon. Like that's what you should be upset about. But no, let's get mad at these poor kids that do not have hundred million dollar handouts from daddy and mommy's money or trust fund babies and stuff like that, and they have to go to school for quadruple, if not quintuple, the price that you went to per semester. We're talking public education in the eighties or the nineties. These people that love to throw, oh, I had to pay for it when when college was like fourteen grand for your entire tuition. That's like half a semester now. I, just, I don't, I don't get it from like a policy standpoint. I, I, I know why they do it from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't get why they do it from like even like an outreach like perspective. It's, like, it's an insanely popular provision. Absolutely, like upwards of like sixty six percent, wasn't it? I'm, I, I think it might even be higher than that. Yeah, like, and that's unheard of. If you have co- if you have college debt, you cannot oppose this. You're literally getting a free like in the sense of like 
I don't have to pay this. That's awesome. That's a bill wiped that's away. You and like because yeah, I think from a fucking capitalist perspective, it makes it no sense. The fucking economy. It will stimulate the economy. People have more spending money. People have more spending money, and you have a more educated workforce. That's more, what you want. There's more money in circulation for people to spend. They're more willing to open businesses. They're more willing to take risks. They're more willing to make larger purchases and investments because they don't have to fucking be penny pinching because they have to pay off fucking student loans. Oh no! I, I I absolutely I almost punched out the bus window on Friday. I was so mad when I read when I, when I read that like that when I, when I read the Times published it. I'm like, because literally the night before, I was hanging out. I was hanging out with my with my buddy, and when I was, she was asking me like, well, so do you think they're gonna cancel it? And I'm like. See, personally, I can see both. I can see both sides of like whether he will or not, because sense of policy wise, this is incredibly popular. He could gu- basically guarantee Brandon's reelection if it gets through. So he's going to try to push everything he can for it. But the Supreme Court's like, because the Supreme Court, I think even like one percent, they're trying to gain back popular support. Because after Roe, their their support oh. is zero percent. Oh, no one supports Supreme Court. Right this yeah. not no, absolutely not. Because you are literally taking money from working people because you, for no reason. You touch the court. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. You can't touch the court. The it's you can is you stack it. I would. I so going into like 2022. I know uh, right after Brandon was elected in 2020, there were a lot of people talking about how with with Amy COVID Barrett in there, like the the idea of packing the court or term limits came up a lot. I was originally hesitant about packing the court because I'm, I'm like whatever. Personally, after this, get. You find the most 100 radical left judges, if that existed. But I'm talking even just like libbed up judges that are really, really pissed out about this thing. Set them up there. Let's go for it. You know, I will actually, I will give you the, the theory too. And this, this is coming straight from my dad in the sense that I actually don't mind the system at all. Like, it's not a terror. Obviously, there are some flaws with it, but I don't mind the idea of it in the sense of you make the Supreme Court like 100 judges in the sense of if you appeal your court case, like, obviously, you got all the way up there to like that. Because instead of having these people just rush to the court for their last minute decision because they know how they're going to vote based off their party thing, you basically make it a lottery. You could get six super liberal judges. You can get six conservative, a mix, whatever. It's literally just a lottery of those 100 people. They're not in one building. It's just like a federal ruling in the sense of, yeah, make your – because if you have merit on your case, it shouldn't matter who those judges are. It should be just off the law. Well, and that's like – that's how it should be because the Supreme Court – like the whole uh, – idea of appointed Supreme Court and not elected Supreme Court justices is that they're supposed to be neutral, unbiased, and simply uphold the Constitution and the law. That's it. That's not been the case. It, nope. It has been through most of history, but recently it's it's very obvious that it's a partisan court. Which, I mean, you see that and say, well, why aren't we voting on them then? Yep, absolutely. There are the, They are quite literally infinitely more powerful than the president. The president can do something, and the Supreme Court would say, no, you can't it's do that. the way that they're legislating from the bench. Like, it's not, they're not just saying, like, now you can't do that. They're saying, you can't do that, but also other people can do this. It's absolutely, like, they are making policy decisions without being, without ever being elected, without ever holding federal office. All they are doing is, some guy in some tie got 270 votes in electoral college and said, you, I want you to make my decisions for the next 45 years, way after I'm done being president. And I, if it roughly align with me, how would you get to the seat? <laughs> exactly. I've always been of the opinion, even before like all of this, before my radicalization, I've always been of the opinion, whether right nor left, if you've ever made a political statement publicly, even like you can go strictly on ruling history, that's whatever. But if you've ever made a public comment about anything policy-wise, you are disqualified from being a Supreme Court justice. Because you cannot say you're impartial. Like yeah. Amy Covid Barrett, for example, last year with Roe v. Wade, she had said, 
infinitely amounts of times she was going to strike down Roe v. Wade. She was going to say it's unconstitutional. Oh, I'm a super strong Catholic. I really believe abortion is wrong. Then you can't rule on abortion. You're over. You abstain. You can't do it. That's a- they need ethics. They need an ethic committee. They need everything. Absolutely. I think that, or I think that's Yep. And because Thomas is getting billions of dollars of vacation donations. He's just just because he's a black belt. Yep. It's because like, any criticism lobbed at him would be like. You're a racist. No, man. You're you're just, you're, you're just a piece of shit. I'm sorry, man. You're a fucking. I. Oh my god. I. You might be the man I hate more than anybody on this planet right now. Like I do. Lauren Boebert, Lauren Boebert, and MG, MTG can take a backseat. Clarence Thomas can die. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you pick out two House members who have no voting voter. Okay. Yeah. You're one of four, 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 annoying, yeah. Exactly. You're one of 435 votes. Congratulations. Oh well. You're one of nine who are making policy decisions that will impact real people for the rest of time. It's, it's, and it's not like uh, what's stopping this. Like, uh, you know, the idea of checks and balances. The whole balance for the Supreme Court is that they can't legislate from the bench. Exactly. That's, That's the whole point. The balance. That is the point. Is they're good. just to hold up the as law. As far as I know. It's not really a good way Congress can check them. No, the only thing is, like, either, like, give an ethics and they can... Because there is judicial impeachment. It's yeah. only ever happened once, and it never actually went through because the guy happens, resigned. But what happens when Congress is like... The Supreme Court's like, you can't do that. And Congress is like, well, 80% majority, yes, we can. We're supposed to be a democracy, right? Yeah, like, like, that's the whole point. Look, you're denying popular opinion. Like, the whole point of the Constitution is that it's a... Can't say it, Cameron. But I'm going to say it. It's a living, breathing. <laughs> he said the thing. He said the thing. It's the idea that you know our country changes and adapts. Policy changes and adapts. Public opinion changes and adapts. We shouldn't be bound by words that were like the whole point of the Constitution and the amendment process, and that we can introduce new policy is to represent public opinion. You can't be like, well, actually. 250 years ago, while uh, George Washington was milking his cow, he whispered this word to his eighth mistress slave. Yeah, exactly. Simple no, question. I don't care. Who gives a fuck? That's that's the question yeah. you have to ask. And sense it too. It's like, yeah, we're supposed to be able to amend it to be able to move with the times. The last amendment passed 30 years ago, and we're ne- we will not. I don't think we'll see another one in our lifetime. We are too divided. Even even if you have something as radically popular as abortion as universal background checks as all of this you like it's that graph of popular support versus um like likelihood that it gets passed in congress it's like it sits solidly at like 15 percent regard it should be a hundred like it yeah, should be a vid- like, vertical line likelihood of getting passed remains constant despite popular support yeah absolutely unless unless you take the billionaire class in the sense of what their interests are then it's basically a linear line isn't that crazy exactly isn't that really That's isn't that really nuts I, I saw this complaint the other day. It was like, well, you can't, like, you'll never, you can't ever expect Congress to pass, like, a wealth tax. Most of them would fall into that wealth tax. No, they don't. Well, first of all, some yes, of yes, some of them do. And sense of two, then vote them out of there. That's the whole point. We, we shouldn't have, you shouldn't be able to, like, have any form of lobbying and help with that. Well, actually, yeah, I can't expect Congress to do that because they should be voting in their constituents' interests, not their own. Exactly. That's the point of a representative democracy is whatever their constituents say, they do it for us. And that's like, I, I, I still, like, haven't, like, found, like, a good way to, like, make this work, but it almost be, like, it like, increase in localized elections, like, so, like, we'll still elect our fucking, God, I fucking hate Tom Rimmer. <laughs> yeah, you, you're with the Republican whip in the, in the, in the house uh, here. At least I have, like, uh... Dean Phillips, I mean... Fucking Tom Emmer is my fucking representative. It's just the worst thing ever. But, uh, like, so Tom Emmer goes there... But we also hold, like, a big – maybe not everything, you know, but only big decisions, budget stuff, big stuff like that. And now he goes, all right, Minnesota 8th District, 
we're going to hold an election. And then Tom Emmer will convey the results of our election as his vote on the situation in Congress. Absolutely. That's how it's supposed to that's be. That's I am, and that's like a way to ensure it. But it should just be that, anyways. Tom, like, oh, my constituents would want me to do this, not this. Oh, my constituents would probably want me to vote against that, but it'd be kind of sick if I voted yes. I am of the opinion. I have always, I have typically back in my institutionalist days, where I'm like, oh, the systems are still fine; they can work themselves out or like that. But as I've gotten more radical in the sense of too, it's like I realize the systems were literally ingrained to like keep people like oppressed, whatever it was. And even like, I, I the Constitution was. Yeah. A temporary document. It wasn't spent to last was, more than twenty five years. It yeah, was like exactly. So intentionally vague, so that we could adapt our system if we had to. It was supposed to just kick it down the line to the next generation and call yeah. it a day. This is the best we can do right now. Hope, hopefully, we can do a little better next time. Because you obviously have the Articles of Confederation, which failed right away, <laughs> and then you get the Constitution. It's like, okay, I mean, this will last to the next guy. Like, we can figure it out. Yeah, the Constitution is like deified in our culture. Because it's, yeah, it's like as you said, it's like a living, breathing document. So people take that to like their grave, like I'm going to defend it with all my life. No, man, because you could literally like to tell people. Ask, I would say you ask sixty. Like if you were, if you were to ask like ten people, I'd say five to six of them will say the Constitution was ratified on July fourth, seventeen seventy six. Nah, man, you're thinking of the Declaration of Independence. I don't even know when the Constitution was ratified. I think it was also sometime in July, but I know it was seventeen eighty seventeen eighty seven. I don't know the I don't. It's a pretty sure it's a seven, but Sometimes that's the whole point. We it's the whole point. It, no one knows anything about it in the sense of it's not this sacred document. It's a piece of paper that someone slapped that someone slapped together one day and said, "Nah, this will work for a couple of years." This is, like, is where I think we were a little different. I'm still such a loser American <laughs> that I, as much as I fucking hate this country, I love it at the same time, and I want to see it. I want to see it thrive. I don't want to see anything crash. I I I, I, I for the best. I, I criticize I, to make it better. Yeah, I hate shit on this country, and I, as much as I hate the direction that we are and where we are right now, I love this country, and I want to see it change for the better. I want, like, the whole point of, like, the American experiment was supposed to be this, like, basically this experiment in democracy, experience in, like, oh, wait, we're not going to have monarchy, we're not going to have absolute rules and everything like that. Well, now we have nine absolute rulers that are there for the rest of their life. The whole thing we were trying to avoid in the first place. They uh, weren't elected, they're just there. We don't want, like, yeah, yeah, that's such a good point. Is, we have lifetime appointments. Like, yeah, we don't want like lifetime rulers. Term limits are sick, uh, and we want like you know of the people by the people for the people. Cons- power by the consent of the governed. I am vote for him. You can, and now you can make the argument that well, I voted for Joe Brandon, so I voted for whoever he. Kat- there, Katanji, that's, yeah. That's bullshit. Like, oh, especially in this day and age, where the judges are as incredibly politicized and partisan as they are now, let's just vote on them. Absolutely, we should. Even if you want to give a ten-year term, yeah, give them something because now they're there for the re- yeah. like. And honestly, well, that's the thing I think we should see more than anything. Like the whole idea of like lifetime appointment is that it remains impartial, experience kind of thing. Fuck it, right? The point shuffle them. I want to shuffle them constantly. Yep, every absolutely. Ten years, I want nine. New nine years. new ones. Yeah, or like for, whoever's in power, three. go for it. I'll cycle of three, like every. Yeah, it's three. yeah, it's the three. That'd be perfect. We'll, we'll do every by, like every five years, we'll elect three new ones. And it's not—it's not a presidential appointment. It is a, an election, a general election, general ballot. Yep. Every five years, you have their—you have their case rulings. Special day, 
no party affiliations. You, yep, you have it, you have their case rulings, and that is the only thing you can vote on. You can, if you want to do some research to them and say, well, I think they might be a little bit more, a little, a little more conservative. That's your opinion. There is no way they should have any form of like politicization at all. Yeah. If they have said one thing publicly, they are disbarred from running for, for running that from that they office. They have to go through a bipartisan ethics committee. Yeah, absolutely. Because the judicial committee right now is the most powerful one in the Senate. Absolutely. Because like they only convene every once in a while, but it's the most powerful one there. Yeah. They're supposed to do this arduous, like arduous background check, ask them every question, and actually see if they're qualified for the position. You know the last time a Supreme Court justice was denied because of like that? Never. Brett Kavanaugh made it through the, the appointment process. Brett Kavanaugh made it through the appointment. Amy Covid Barrett did. She'd only been at the bar for 18 months before she was a Supreme Court justice. That's ridiculous. That's what I was going to go with. She should have resigned. She beat cancer twice. She was an ancient, old, decrepit woman. She did great things for Feb. Whatever. Did great go- things, well, but this she really sold at the end. Two, the two people that I chose to blame for this whole thing. Yes, you have RGB. Now that is obviously every liberal like person's like, oh my god, she was so like feminine, like that. No, this is her fault for not saying. Listen, I've done my public due diligence. I beat cancer twice. I'm already 89 years old. You need to understand, like, you know, like oh, I want to serve, but it's like you need to understand that. This is an incredibly important seat. The work that you've done, although it's fantastic... It's over! Go home! There's nothing more you can do. It's time to step away and let us give you a good replacement. Not fucking die while Trump's president! No, yes. You beat cancer twice. Go. Oh, just go. Go. Just go back to your home. Be with your husband. Be with your kids. Have fun. You've you've done... Thank you for your service. You would have been remembered so much more beautiful. You are incredible person you deserve statues mm-hmm. you're, you're a beautiful woman but now you have fucked over every woman in this country from abortion and now with education and oh my god and the other person i choose to blame on this now it's obviously this is pretty obvious but like the other sole person i blame for this is our favorite guy from kentucky mitchell mcconnell because the other thing even even when rgb decided no i'm gonna still i'm gonna still run when they had an opening during obama's last year of presidency from march onward Merrick Garland was going to go through the appointment process. Senate Republicans said, no, we're not going to see him for another eight months. They was an empty seat for eight months, and they made this argument like, no, no, it's an election year. We can't do it. But Trump gets to an election year. Well, while people had already voted because early voting was a thing, no, no, maybe COVID Barry can go through this. It's Absolutely. Like, it's like, like I, the whole precedent of, uh, you know, like no Supreme Court appointment in the final year of a term is a fair precedent. It's not a bad precedent. But you can't just like, yeah, like that's the precedent, and then immediately turn around and do the same fucking thing in Trump's term. Yeah, ab- absolutely. They did. They, it's just the highest levels of hypocrisy is so it's ridiculous. Because no it's just like, no, it's cool. I did it. And like, hope it's okay. Nobody cares. The difference. The difference it's is, just, it's, it's all party. It's like, oh, my party did it, so it's sick. Because like, I know Trump, and I think I know someone else too said this. Like, well, Dems would have done the same thing. I'm like, first of all, I'm not sure if they would because they're the do nothing Democrats. They don't do anything anyway. They're too spineless to do that. At the same time, okay, I'd rather have pe- policies that actually will not be fascist and block everything. You're talking about like, oh, they would have done the same thing as the institutions. No, that's not the point of this. It's the point is you're putting the most re- repressive policymakers that were never elected onto this lifetime appointment. A- ACB will be on that bench until we're, we're like 70. She's only 44. She's probably not with us. 
Thomas, honestly. She's yeah. Like fucking A-plus healthcare. Exactly. Her and, her and uh, uh, Katanji Brown-Jackson will be on there after we die, 100%. Because, yeah, they're, they're young, and they're going to be there for the rest of their lives with no checks and balances at all. Judicial impeachment. That's the only thing they have. And they've never used it because they said Supreme Court should be above politics. No, they shouldn't. They're the most like most powerful political body. What do you think about it, too? When the Constitution was written, it was obviously written by lawmakers. They purposely made the president the weakest out of the three. That's the reason why. Then why is the weakest of the three the only one with term limits? Congress doesn't have them. Justices don't have them. But the president can only serve for eight years because that would be too much. Which he should absolutely. I, absolutely. I'm not, I'm not advocating for that at all. I think they should have some. I yep. Think there should be a constant shuffle. Yep. Absolutely. The idea of lifelong career politicians is fucking bullshit. If you can't get what you want to get done in twelve years in the Senate or in the House, like I even think like ten in the House at the same time, you can get five times reelected that you're more than you've served and your I time. Don't really think they should, nope. And they, like, and I don't really think they should pay them very much at all. I think you should get like the average of your county or the average of your district. Yeah, I would one hundred percent support that. Or like, or the two minimum wage. Yeah, honestly, that too. Yep, get a second job. You, if you want to play the bills, get a second job. Yeah, go for it. Get a side hustle. Start job shipping. Start job The true solution to get out of the matrix. I would 100% support that because you have an actual advocate to boost it. If you if you were to pay a senator the federal minimum wage, they would raise it to $100 an hour tomorrow with 100 to zero vote. Well, maybe Bernie would be cool. He'd be saying no because he'd be like, no, I want to I want to keep it. Yeah. Bernie, Bernie has actually been going crazy. Like, so, so I've been falling down the, she's been obviously, you know, like how it's the running joke, of like reels is like two or three weeks behind, like, like TikTok and like that. I'm eating so much like more Marianne Williamson stuff now. Cause she was on TikTok a while back or like that. I wish she had a chance in hell, man. I wish she I had any chance. I mean, this is all thing. I, apparently from my very minimal research and what I've seen is what she says now is good. She used to be a freak. Really? Like, hardcore Christian, like, relatively, like, pushing, like, right-wing, like... Oh, okay. So, I didn't know that, but... She could change. Everyone has has possible challenge. I don't even care what her personal politics are, what what she actually believes, as long as she... As long as she legislates. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're electing you to do. Like, obviously, I I had someone... uh, I would vote for her, too. I had someone uh, who's like, I think I'm going to vote for RFK Jr. I'm like, dude, that guy is fucking crazy. How many guys I work with? Is he the anti-vax? Actually, like, oh, I actually think he might be an anti-vaxxer, like a legitimate one. Your worker, your worker, RFK Junior. The worker. Okay. Like we were talking about it, and he's like, "I'm like, yeah." He said, "Like he said something about RFK." I'm like, "I right. said some unhinged shit, like vaccines cause autism and 5G like gives you cancer kind of thing." He was like, "Well, 5G does give you cancer." I'm like, what? <laughs> I I will never understand. No, he's like, "Yeah, it's like a proven." I'm like, "No, it's not." No. He's like, yeah, they, they did it. I'm like, "When?" It's existed. Show me the study years. right now. It's existed for two years. When? Five G caused the Corona China virus. I'm like, it's like, well, back to vaccines. I'm like, the guy who wrote that paper literally admitted he was lying. Back, said he lied. Said he made it up. And the science after it got ripped apart in the scientific community was like, "Well, we don't know. It doesn't cause autism." I'm like, yeah, nobody's technically proven that. <laughs> but it's never fucking cause autism before. Exactly. I've, yeah, you know what cars cause autism? Can't prove they don't. Yeah, because you're, you're driving one every day. Your kid has you know, autism. Everybody who's ever driven a car, you know, everybody whose kid had autism has driven a car. So Yeah, exactly. I've that I've always said I don't think there is a single piece of medical like documentation that has done more harm to more people than that document. No. Because we were on the verge of eradicating diseases like polio. It was gone, and we brought it back. And measles, because people are so stupid, they're like, well, my kid's going to have autism. I can't vaccinate him. What is wrong with you? I made, like, I made, like, a joking 
off-headed comment about, like, are you vaccinated kind of thing? He's like, I have one. He only got the polio. He only has the polio vaccine because he was maybe going to join the Navy. That's the only vaccine he has. So I'm pretty sure his parents are just straight up at that vaccine. Dude, if you cough near him, he's going to die. I don't, he's going to get, like, the plague. He's going to die. With the common cold. I can't understand that. It's so – it's just basic. Just listen. Like, these people have spent years and years studying medicine, studying health. Just listen to them. It's not that hard, people. We're not asking you to give up your personal freedom. We're asking to protect someone else. Yeah, Be selfless for one time in your like, goddamn life. If you want to be a dumb fuck and you want to die, die. By all means, fucking die. I don't care. But when you're not getting vaccinated, kills our herd immunity, and now children are dying – you want to protect the kids? Fucking get a vaccine. Yep, vaccine absolutely. You want to protect the kids? Vaccinate the kids. Yep, absolutely. You know, I, I will, I'll wrap it up with one thing because I, I know we're getting pretty close and we'll move on to our true festivities for today because it's, yeah, we're celebrating America. Yeah. But um, I'll, I'll wrap up with this too. It's the sense of this Supreme Court thing, with, especially with the student loans. There is a provision at the very end that says, well, it's not really our decision to make. It should be passed through Congress. Motherfuckers. It already was. You were ruling on a congressional ruling. What did you think you were voting on? What's Congress? What did you think you were voting on? How to, go, to go to lunch? Were you not hungry? What, what are you doing, man? That was like my favorite bet during the second Trump impeachment. Uh, right after they voted to acquit him, McConnell goes out in the speech. There is no doubt in my mind that he was responsible for the acts today. What did you think you were voting on, man? That's what you were voting on. You were voting yes to say that. Oh, my God. But it's like fucking bullfrog. He's got like the gizzard. If only he would have just hit his head a little harder on those stairs. We could have seen a world without Mitch McConnell, oh, man. We really need some more assassins in this world. Okay. In Minecraft. In Minecraft. Minecraft assassins. CIA. <laughs> DDA, yeah, DDA. <laughs> ATF. <laughs> it's the ATF's favorite holiday. I mean, we got to celebrate today, so. Yeah, they're going to kill so many people's dogs tonight. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they are. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> those poor puppies. But, yeah, um, we'll move on from there, and we'll wrap it up here because i know it's a holiday we'll move on it's a hour of angry of us getting mad and yelling at each other which will continue as soon as we stop recording so uh thank you for tuning in this episode 20 by the way we have celebrated you know we are 20 episodes it's it's, yeah it's ours ours anniversary yeah exactly so we've been doing this for a long time it's crazy but right we yeah we made we made it longer than but we've actually made it longer than our shortest serving president was it william harry henry harrison it was like 38 days we've officially shit all right, well, this podcast has to at least last longer than the Confederacy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Alleged, <laughs> alleged Confederacy. Yeah. Exactly. But this has been episode twenty of two uh, TLGR. I've been Cameron. I've been Griffin. And happy Fourth of July. Happy uh, Screw Britain Day. Screw America Day. Whatever you want to call it. Just I don't know. Burn off leg today. Have fun. All right. See ya.